Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hope you're having an amazing day because this is a fresh new episode of Osprey Observer TV. With me, as always, is Editor-in-Chief of the Osprey Observer, Marie Gilmore, and I'm your host, Johnny Torres, with another incredible person in our community doing amazing things, as always. And Marie's going to give us a little preview of who we're going to be talking to today. Hey, Marie. Hi, everybody. I am so excited about our interview today. This is an artist that I actually just recently met at a special art show at Center Place. I've actually heard of him all summer because there was this incredible program at Center Place where kids were spray painting art on these huge displays wrapped around the trees of Saran Wrap. And the Mm -hmm. art is actually still on display at Center Place. And I just kept hearing about this mixed media street art. And I got to meet the artist at his art show last week, found out he's not only just doing that kind of an art, hosting an art show, being an artist, being a husband, being a teacher. He's now going to take on classes at Center Place that kids can take. In fact, I think my eight-year-old is going to take the cartooning classes at Center Place. And they just got some donations of some laptops over there, and he's going to be offering some animation as well. So professional artist Alejandro Algorin, I hope I'm not messing up your last name. He's a muralist, an illustrator, an art teacher. He studied media arts and animation at the Art Institute. And he worked with kids all summer. And he's just an incredible artist. And he's going to keep bringing his craft to Brandon. So thank you for being with us today. Of course. No, thank you. I appreciate it so much. Um, That was awesome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm so grateful for everything. You and Libby and everybody. So it's been such an amazing year. So talk to me about how you got involved with Center Place. And that special art project you did over the summer and how it led to you being an instructor this fall over there. Um, it was actually pretty funny. I met uh, Juan. He actually does poetry there at Southern Place now um, at a market. And he was like, hey, man, you should come by one day to Artist Night and check it out and see, you know, just to see because they were getting it started. So I came by, you know, brought my artwork and stuff like that and got to meet some other artists. It was about like maybe eight of us there that night. It was really small, but it was still really neat. And Libby saw my work and she's like, you need to start teaching this stuff. And so I was like, OK, that'll be cool. And um, just basically from there just started like started trying to build it and you know get it going um you know promoting it as much as I could you know as best as I could and um yeah it was really neat I started off actually my first in my street art class I had uh it was a lady she was about 60 I want to say 62 because the street art is all ages and so she loved it she had fun we were doing our thing and um she didn't care too much for the spray paint part but I taught her like wheat pasting and um using you know shipping labels and things like that and now I mean especially for a summer camp that was that was awesome like I had the second um time around we had a full class this first time we had six kids um and they all had fun they were like you need to come back and we want you here all the time so it was it was really it was a good thing it was fun Alfonso, uh, you know, you, you seem a bit younger than uh, myself, uh, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, it's still pretty recent history where street art really was considered illegal uh, in most places. Um, and then I would say, you know, over the last maybe 15 years, you know, we've seen kind of this evolution to where now 
communities are embracing it. Um, you know, you're seeing a lot of murals, you're seeing uh, a lot of, uh, again, street artists being hired to do more street art uh, because, yeah. you know, cities and, and communities are realizing how much it adds really to the the, the personality or the character of, of that community. Yeah. What has that done for an artist like yourself and how has that kind of expanded the opportunities that you have? Um, I mean, for sure, it's it's given me a lot more, a couple more commissions here and there, you know, from time to time. Um, people, of course, having like, you know, that unique niche is like not there's a lot of artists, but not that many artists at the same time. Um, so it's just become like a small little like a world almost, at least for me, it just opened my mind even more to like different possibilities of playing with my art and, um, you know, creating characters looking at the environment, figuring out different ways to interact with it. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been one of those things where, again, it's been like just really eye-opening, um, at least for me on my behalf. That's how I feel like. And I know we've just butchered your, your name the whole interview, but it's Alejandro, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Alejandro, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's sorry. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll just call you artist, you know, we'll just make it easy, you know. The artist. It, it's yeah. the double A's that are throwing us off, but we'll get it right. So tell us a little bit about the classes you're going to be offering coming up at Center Place this fall. Um, this fall, for sure, is going to be um, animation. Uh, it's going to be an intro to animation, and it's going to be amazing. We got some, like, top-of-the-line laptops that are going to be, like, coasting through everything, no lagging. Um, we're going to start off with, like, an intro to the history of animation. So I'm going to take it way back to where um, they had, I mean, almost like caveman drawing type of deal, and then bring it up to um, the thrower trope, where it was, like, the first kind of um, way of flipping images to make them to trick our eyes to make them seem like they're like smiling. Let's say I took a smiley face, removed the face, and then added on the backside. When I flip it fast enough, it'll look like it's simultaneous. Um, okay. So things like that. I'll introduce flip book animation. There's going to be, um, of course, 2D animation like on the computers. We're going to try to do traditional. I'll even try to add a little bit of stop motion animation. And um, then later on, after we figure out, I'll show the kids how to work with the computers and stuff like that. I'll teach them about augmented reality and how they can apply the animation to objects, basically, like that they have images to and tie that. So it's all going to kind of like just crash in together. Just how I like all the mixed media I like to do. I just throw it in and figure it out. So, um, yeah, that's, it's going to be really awesome. I'm excited for it. Yeah, you talk about, uh, you know, again, this digital animation being central to, you know, kind of what you're going to be teaching the kids that are coming in and, and realizing yeah. that a lot of these kids are going to be immersed in what, you know, we currently know as the metaverse, um, you know, and so, uh, you know, that really, I mean, is it not basically like an entirely digital blank canvas there where, where kids or anybody can really kind of create anything they want? Yeah, I mean, it's open to anything. You can create worlds, basically, in that whole space. I'm I'm just, I'm learning about it as I go, basically, because, I mean, there's so much that you can do. It's so much freedom, almost, um, that you can have with that. So um, I started creating characters a while back, and I didn't know exactly how I wanted to play with them and use them. And now, of course, the world is changing, and it's 
kind of diving into that realm of, you know, world creating and, um, and this has given me the opportunity to explore that and of course teach it as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. It's almost like the wild west almost with, uh, like the whole metaverse thing. It's like, it's open up for grabs. Definitely. So you're going to be offering animation classes. Mm-hmm. Also, did you tell us about the cartooning classes yes, too? I'm sorry. Um, there's going to be cartooning classes for sure. They're going on right now, um, but I'm going to like try to revamp um, or I am going to revamp a few things um, and I'm changing the hours. I want to say the hours are going to be um, pushed back to like 5.30 to 6.30 um, on Tuesdays. And then um, for uh for that's for the littles and then for the older kids it's going to be i want to say 6 30 to 7 30 or 7 30 to 8 30 one or two it's either way it's going to be pushed back and we'll have a newsletter and push it okay. out to everybody and the street art class i'm going to change that to um uh it's going to be wednesday from i want to say seven either six to seven or seven to eight. So I'm still working that out, but those classes are awesome um, for the cartooning. I taught, I break down cartoons. Um, we work, you know, show them how to build them up, show them how to add personality, um, you know, just storytelling. There's so much that goes into creating a character that you don't really think about, but, you know, paying attention to your environment, just seeing the way somebody interacts can help push your characters and I try to teach that as much as I can and um, tell them you know shapes are important uh, and just paying attention to your overall uh, environment helps give that life that you see like let's say in Disney or stuff you know all those artists and storytellers are just basically taking from the world their ideas so um, I try to emphasize that as much as I can and we have fun I'm goofy and you know I love you know playing around and just joking I have like a little jar with a uh like different prompts and that kind of helps lighten the mood and, you know, get different ideas going and it's a good time. So uh, it's, it's a really fun class. For a budding artist who is just starting out, what is your best recommendation for them to pursue this as a, as an education or as a career? Um, for sure, get into some like intro classes, like intro to drawing, just understanding um, like lighting, shading, your shapes, which is the most important part. Um, everything that it's everything that exists has some structural form like shapes, uh, cylinders, you know, circles, ovals. You just kind of have to open your mind up a little bit to it and not look at the details. If you look at it in general uh, aspect, you can draw anything you want. So intro to drawing and maybe even figure drawing um, or just people sketching, you know, going to, I don't know, uh, a coffee shop or the library and just try to sketch people that are just doing everyday things. Um, those are really good ways to practice. I do it as much as I can. Can you start a class of intro to drawing for the non-artist adult? Because I need help with Pictionary. I have trouble even getting <laughs> my Pictionary drawings to get the kids to identify what I am. The amazing part is they're really good. They, mm-hmm. I can, I, you know, my eight-year-old can draw something in a Pictionary board and I can recognize what it is, but I struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm like stick men, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. Actually, I do. I forgot to say that I do have an intro to drawing, so but it's for kids, but I do want to push the hours back. Like I'm going to have another okay. set so that way adults can come as well. And um, so that would, if I try, if I do get it going, I want to try to push it for like about maybe seven to eight. 
Um, and okay. hopefully most, you know, most people can get that because they're out of work and everything. So yeah. um, that might be my goal. So again, we're going to, I'll finalize that with Libby and we'll send out a newsletter for everybody so we can have like the dates exact and everything. Well, so, and, yeah. and we will make sure to direct people to Center Place. I absolutely love that Center Place is back in yeah. business, back yeah. open, back creating opportunities for the arts and education. Yeah. Both of my older boys have taken art and drawing classes at Center Place. Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad that that tradition can continue yeah, yeah. for the third member, for the third boy in the Gilmore clan. And <laughs> I'm so excited to get to know you even better as we go on. Thank you for yeah. being our guest today. Tell me how mm -hmm. people can get a hold of you. And then we'll make sure and put on there how people can get a hold of Center Place to get the firm information on any of these classes. All right, awesome. Um, for to get a hold of me, I use um, my shoot art name or my artist name is Mathbug, but I use that for my email. So it's m a f f b u g at gmail dot com. Okay, and they can have, get a hold of you directly. Yeah, most I'm always checking my emails and everything like that, so that's a perfect place to get to contact me. Okay. Um, I also have like Instagram. Um, that's uh, Mathbug. So M-A-F-F -F underscore bug. Um, so kept it simple. Um, it's just an old name. Okay. Uh, I like I, it. You know, as a teenager, I came up with it and I turned it through. <laughs> and it's lasted through. through. Well, oh, I, yeah, loved, I loved your art show. Your art is whimsy. It's colorful. Thank it, you. It made me happy. You've got a lot of mixed media built in. And awesome. then you taught us about that certain app and you've got everything interactive. So yeah. Really exciting. Great to meet you formally. You. And you'll see us again as we get involved in Center Place. For Center Place, any of its classes are available at centerplacebrandon.com. And that's yes, where you'll be able to sign up for art classes, for the mixed media, for the mm -hmm. street art, which I think is huge. It's such a great yeah. opportunity for young people. And thank you for what you do. And thank you for sharing yeah. your craft with our kids and we'll be talking to you again and again have a great day awesome. thank you so much i appreciate it y'all have a good one all right mm -hmm.